Father, I just thank you for another opportunity. One more time. To stand before your people and be a blessing to them. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You bless me to be a blessing to them, Lord. And I'm honored to do it. It's a pleasure to serve you, Lord. Now have your way today, Lord. Not my will, but your will be done. Let the words of my mouth, my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. My Lord, my great Lord, my redeemer. Thank you for that, Lord. Have your way, Lord. My tongue is your tongue, Lord. My mind is your mind, Lord. It all belongs to you, Father. <laughs> so take the realm. Take the helm. And have your way. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah to you, Lord. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I have to surrender. You know that, saints of God? Just want to surrender to the Lord. It's a beautiful thing. Amen. When you turn your will over to him. Amen. It's beautiful. Just like when you gave your life to him. It's beautiful. Amen. You're in perfect hands. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Just speak a, a blessing over everyone who couldn't even be here today. Amen. Speak a blessing over you all. You all on Zoom and on Facebook. Speak a blessing over you all. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. But I want to say this. It's great to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. Amen. It's great to be in the house of the Lord. With the people of God. Amen. So it's all right to see it on television. You know, we see things on television is good, right? But when you see them live and in person, yeah. amen. So somebody gave me the, the example of Michael Jackson. They say, we've seen Michael Jackson perform on TV, and it was nice. He was doing his thing and throwing his hat. Then they say they went to the concert. <laughs> they say when he walked in, everybody just stopped falling out. <laughs> amen. <laughs> so that's how it is in the house of the Lord. I'm going to give that to him. Hey, when you walk in here, it's a whole nother ball game. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Oh, glory to God. I want to start out giving you all this revelation concerning marriage. You know, when the Lord asked me to speak about marriage, I'm a, I, was, I used to be reluctant because I didn't feel like I was successful with that. Amen. <laughs> I felt like, Lord, how you even asked me to talk about that? I was a failure at that. And he said, I thought you told me you was going to do what I tell you to do. <laughs> so, so now, <laughs> I just do what I tell, he tell me to do, right? <laughs> so in myself, I'm a failure. But in him, I'm a champion. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> so let me give you all this revelation. Because I was talking to us person a certain person and they suggested that people who were preparing to marry should be counseled by a pastor so they can really understand what's required of them right what the order of a household is amen how to live unselfish as two becoming one amen and I said that's good you're right but then the Lord dropped something right in my spirit. 
He said they need more than just a day of counseling or a week of counseling or five sessions or ten sessions. He said they need more than that, son. They need to continue living their life in Christ. That's what they need. So they can maintain the oneness forever. Amen. All y'all think about that because we are married to Christ. Huh? We are disciples of the Lord. Amen. What did, he, well, what did he tell his disciples? Jesus was walking with him. He said, if you continue in my ways, then you're my disciples indeed. And you will know the truth. And the truth will make you free. Got to have more than just a few sessions. <laughs> Amen. You got to continue. Be diligent. Keep walking with the Lord. Don't let nothing take you away from that. Amen. All right. So that leads me to my subject for the day, which is living life in a worthy manner. Amen. That's what I want to talk about today. Living life in a worthy manner. And I found this graphic. I liked it. It says, conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. That's what we want to do, saints of God. And then I had this nice scripture. And I, like, I really liked it in the NLT. It says, above, above all, you must live as citizens of heaven. This is uh, Philippians 1 and 27. Conducting yourselves in a manner worthy of the good news about Christ. Then, whether I come to see you again or only hear about you, I will know that you are standing together with one spirit and one purpose, fighting together for the faith which is in the good news, which is the good news. Amen. 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 Talking about a life, living life in a worthy manner, saints. And you know what that really is? A life dependent on Christ. Amen. That's how you live your life in a, in a worthy manner. See, our righteousness, saints of God, you always got to remember this. It's in Christ. Amen. Amen. It's not in you. What does righteousness mean? Righteousness means the right to stand before God in good standing. You know how you do that? In Christ. Amen. The only way you have the right to stand before God is in Christ. Don't, I, I told you all this before. Don't go standing before God talking about what you're doing, your good works. Don't do that. Don't do that. The only way that you have to stand before the Father is in Jesus. It's the only way you stand before him and be in righteousness. Amen. Not your good works, thanks to God. It reminds me of this scripture. I didn't have this in there, but God showed this to me on the way out the door. It said this one man, this one Pharisee stood and prayed in himself. God, I just thank you that I'm not like all them other men. Like them extortioners. Like them unjust men. Like them adulterers. Or even this publican. I'm so glad I'm not like them. And I fast twice in a week too. And I give tithes of all that I possess. Ooh, he was bragging on himself, wasn't he? Don't do that, saints of God. <laughs> Verse 13 says, and the publican standing afar off would not lift up so much of his eyes unto heaven. The sinner wouldn't even look up to heaven. Amen. But smoke upon his chest. He was beating his chest saying, God be merciful to me, a sinner. 
Two different approaches to the Lord, isn't it? But look what happened. Verse 14 says, I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other. <laughs> hear me? You hear what I'm saying? For everyone that exalted himself shall be abased. <laughs> and he that humbles himself shall be exalted. Get that in your spirit. You want to be the apple of God's eye? Then you got to humble yourself. You got to put yourself last of all and servant of all. Now you the apple of God's eye. Oh, when he showed me that, I knew I had to do what he tell me to do. <laughs> I said, because I want to be the apple of your eye, Lord. He said, well, you got to put yourself behind everybody. <laughs> he said, you're not back there to be behind. You're back there to push. I said, I got it, Lord. <laughs> I got you. Oh, praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah, Lord. There's no way we can do enough good work, saints, to stand before God alone in our own self. There's no way. As hard as we try from time to time, we just miss the mark. <laughs> Sin has a way of just rearing its ugly head, doesn't it? <laughs> and Paul explained that to us so good in Romans 7. So that's what I'm, I'm going to start you all out with today. Hallelujah, Lord. If you all were turning your Bibles to Romans 7, we're talking today about living life in a worthy manner. Amen. And we know the only way to do that is in Christ Jesus. Amen. That's it. Amen. Amen. Romans 7 verse 14. Oh, praise the Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. God bless you. <laughs> I got to give Sister Helena. I haven't seen this. I just got to give her a hug. Come here, Sister Helena. Oh, my God. God is something else. God bless you, woman of God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, glory, Lord, you're something else. <laughs> you are something else, Father. Hallelujah, Lord. But we're talking about, again, living life in a worthy manner. Amen. The only way we can do that is in Christ. Amen. We can't do it in ourselves. Amen. Because sin will rear its ugly head every single time. Amen. Romans 7 verse 14 starts out like this. It says, for we know that the law is spiritual, but I am carnal, sold under sin. Say amen to that. See, the law is spiritual. But we are carnal and we were sold under sin. That's the problem. Amen. So the problem is not the law. It's spiritual. It's good. The problem is us. See, we're all too human and we're slaves to sin. Amen. And because we're carnal, sin can rear its ugly head up. Amen. But the law of spiritual, it reflects God's holy character. His perfection at its best. Amen. But carnal means a flesh or mortal. Still incarcerated in unredeemed humanness. That's, right. That's what carnal means. Earthly. Yes. Mortal. <laughs> what does mortal means? It's in a state of, of being subject to death. We decay. We're dying. Amen. Amen. 
in these mortal bodies. We're temporary, transient, amen. Oh, not permanent, say amen to that. In this, in, and in this state we're in, we really don't understand ourselves. We really don't. Because, why? Because we wasn't designed to be like this. When God created us, he didn't create us to live in flesh bodies. You say, what, man? God. He didn't. He didn't. They didn't know nothing about no flesh until Adam sinned. When they sinned, all of a sudden they was like, we, we naked. <laughs> What's going on? They start trying to cover up. Let's cover up. Amen. It wasn't designed to be like that. Sin brought that in. Amen. So we weren't even designed to live in a flesh body, saints of God. We're in a foreign place right now. Amen. That's why we have to be led spiritually. Amen. The flesh is weak. Please hear me. Look at me. Amen. <laughs> Flesh is a mess, that's for sure. Look at verse 15. For that which I do, I allow not. For what I would, that do I not. But what I hate, that I do. How confusing is that? Huh? I want to do what's right, but I don't. <laughs> Instead, I do what I hate, which doesn't make any sense, thanks to God. That's why we don't understand ourselves. Amen. Proverbs 4 and 7, you don't have to turn to it. It says this, though. It says, wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom, and with all thy getting, get some understanding. See, but we're in these flesh bodies. We don't understand it because we want to do the right thing. And all of a sudden, we find ourselves doing some foolishness and go, how in the world? <laughs> <laughs> what the what? <laughs> look, look, I'm saved. How I do that? <laughs> Amen. <laughs> look at verse 16, saints. It says, if then I do that which I would not, I consent unto the law that it is good. <laughs> See, when you know that what you're doing is wrong, that's the proof that the law is right. It's good. Set to be the standard we live by. That's your proof. <laughs> Look at verse 17. Now then, it is no more I that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. Oh, here we go. We get into the nitty gritty now. Huh? You see why you don't want to justify yourself by your works when you stand before the Lord? Because we got that dwelling in us too. Amen. Don't be up there talking about all that good stuff. You know, all you want to talk about is Jesus. Lord, thank you for sending Jesus. Because I was messed up. Thank you for sending your son to die for me. I know you love me. That's how you want to talk. <laughs> Don't talk about none of that stuff you're doing. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. See, Paul's new inner self is no longer approving of the sin. That's what this scripture said. Now then, it is no more I that do it. Amen. He's saying that the sin is not flowing out of his renewed, redeemed, innermost self. That's what he's saying. It's coming from his unredeemed humanness, his flesh. See, the sin that dwells in us comes from our flesh, thanks to God. 
Amen. Look at verse 18. For I know that in me, that is in my flesh, dwell of what, saints? No good thing. For to will is present with me, but how to perform that which is good, I find not. <laughs> no man's flesh follows God. Amen. Get that in your spirit. Oh, one more time. No man's flesh follows God. Amen. Flesh has to be crucified for the spirit to reign. You all know I tell you I do that murder every day. I wake up, I got to do a murder because I know what the flesh is capable of. Oh, you're going to try to trip me up today, huh? Uh, you got to murder. It got to be. What did Jesus do? Jesus didn't do a thing wrong. What did he do with his flesh, though? He crucified it. He just let him go because he know flesh. He's our perfect example, son. Has to be crucified. That's yeah. so all you can do with it. Amen. Amen. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Because it's in a fallen state, in some inherent sin. That's where our flesh is. And it's still subject to sin and thoroughly, because it's thoroughly contaminated. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I got to get y'all out of this confusion. Amen. I got to show it to you. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Now look at verse 19, saints of God. It says, for the good that I would, I do not. But the evil which I would not. Here we go. Again, how confusing is that? We see that flesh doesn't desire to do good, only evil. See, Paul is saying that we must stay away from the influence of the flesh. That's what he keeps saying it over and over. Look at verse 20. Now, if I do that, I would not. It is no more I that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. Because we're carnal. <laughs> See, in these flesh bodies, sin can show up and it has to be put to death. That carnal mindset is not subject to God. You all hear what I just said? Oh, when God showed me this, I thought everything was subject to God. I said, what you mean, Lord? That's not subject to you. Everything is subject to you. You're the king. Amen. But not that carnal mindset. Not your flesh. <laughs> oh, y'all saying prove it. I see it on your face. Okay, I'm going to prove it. <laughs> Minister, I'm thinking of Minister Lisa right now. She said, Pastor Maybell, when you showed me this, <laughs> she remember years ago. Well, it then came back up, Minister Lisa. Hallelujah. Turn to Romans chapter eight, saints of God. <laughs> Flesh is not subject to God, saints of God. Look at verse four. It says that the righteousness of the law. This is Romans eight and four might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh. But after the spirit. So how does that righteousness of the law, which we know the law is, uh, is good, right? It's spiritual. It's fulfilled, amen, when we don't walk after our flesh. Amen. We walk after that spirit. Look at verse 5. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh. But they that are after the spirit, they mind the things of the spirit. <laughs> it's just going to what you have to say to God. Amen. That's the one you're going to obey. Look at verse 6. It says, For to be carnally minded, that's fleshly minded, is what, saints? Yeah. 
is death. But to be spiritually minded is everything we want. <laughs> that spiritual mindset will get you everything you want. Life and peace. Let me show you why. Look at verse 7. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God. <laughs> for it is not. It's not subject to God. God is his law. In the beginning was the word. He is his law. It's saying this carnal mind, that flesh, it's not subject to him. That's why that it, sin rears its ugly head. It's not looking out for you. Your pleasure is not. It want to do what it want to do. That's right. Amen. Oh, you got to get this in your spirit, saints of God. <laughs> Amen. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God. For it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. See, your flesh desires things of this earth. Okay? But the spirit is stayed upon God's will in our lives. Amen. Oh, that's the punchline, saints. See, your, your flesh, your carnal mindset is enmity. That means it's hostile, it's friction against the Lord. It's not subject to him. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Or his laws. Say amen to that. Amen. <laughs> but God in his laws, God is his law, saints, and it's because he's the word. Amen. amen. Look at verse 8. So then, they that are in the flesh cannot please God. That's your news flash, saints. If you're allowing your flesh to lead you, you're, you're not pleasing to God. Again, what we're talking about today, living life in a worthy manner. What does that look like? It looks like you have to be led by the spirit and kill your flesh. Amen. All right. Back to Romans chapter 7. Look at verse 21. It says, I find then a law that when I would do good, evil is present with me. <clears throat> Paul is staying on this, ain't he? He says a law. Here's a law. I done found this law. <laughs> this is a cry of a man whose desires to please God. I want to do good, but evil is just always present. It's hanging around me. That's what he's saying. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Look at verse 22. For I delight in the law of God after the inward man. Everybody say amen to that. Amen. That's what we delight in. <laughs> See, once you're born again, you love the law of God. Your flesh is no longer, it just no longer gets to dictate your actions anymore. Amen. <laughs> you begin to love God's law. And when you mess up, you just feel so bad. Yeah. You know, it used to be a time when you was in your flesh and it was leading when you messed up. Hey, you'll make an excuse. Amen. But now, when you're born again, you mess up. You're just like, oh, I missed the Lord. And you repent. I'm sorry, Lord. Yeah. Amen. That's the difference. <laughs> born again, people, delight in the law of the God. After the inward man. Not this outward man right here. Amen. We got to kill him. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Uh, look at verse 23, saints. Hallelujah, Lord. But I see another law in my members, warring against the law of my mind and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin, which is in my members. <laughs> see, so he's, he's really re 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 um, referring back to verse 21. 
He's saying when doing good, evil was present. And this scripture is corresponding to show that principle, the law of sin operates in the members of our body. That is the unredeemed and still sinful humanness, waging war against his desire to obey God's law. That's what's going on. Amen. Amen. So verse 24 said, oh, wrench man that I am. Who shall deliver me from the body of this death? <laughs> now we can see Paul's point in all his saints. There's no way in ourselves we can um, overcome the problem that our flesh wants to sin and our spirit knows sin is wrong. A war going on inside of us every day. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. The only solution is to give ourselves over to Jesus Christ and no longer live our, li our own lives, but let Jesus live in us and through us. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. When we do that, we can stand with Christ and our righteousness, and then we can stand before the Lord because we're in his righteousness because we know we're not going to try to fool with this carnality stuff. We can't do it. Amen. <laughs> the, the wages of sin... So you don't want God looking at that. Show him righteous. Lord, Je Lord God, thank you. Look, look, at, look at Jesus. Look at him, Lord. There you running. You holding me. You hugging me. You don't let him go. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. I like him as being our counselor, saints. You know, Jesus is our everything. But when they say he's our counselor, because, you know, the devil is a liar. And he's good at it. And he's, when he have you in that courtroom... He gonna be, you did this. He just gonna be accusing you. What does the Bible say? He accused the brethren how often? Day and night. He don't sleep. So we in there sleep and he says, I told you she was gonna do, I told you this and that. He gonna go through all the gamut. And then here come our counselor, <laughs> Jesus. He just gonna step up just like this and say, <laughs> but I died for them. <laughs> Lord, case closed, dismissed, case dismissed. That's why you don't want to show him you. Now you just let the counselor talk, huh? Well, what about this you did? What about that? Talk to the counselor. You don't talk, amen. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Look at verse 25. We're going to end it with verse 25. It says, I thank God through Jesus Christ, our Lord. So then with the mind, I myself serve the law of God, but with the flesh, come on, the law of sin. It's not confusing anymore. Huh? We know just how it go now, don't we? <laughs> As Paul summed up conclusion, saints, with the mind, the new inner self, which longs to obey the law of God, but the law of sin, it operates in your flesh, the members of your body, waging war against the desire to obey God's law. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Living life in a worthy manner, saints, requires Jesus Christ. Our real life is in Jesus. Amen. Oh, praise God. Thank you, Lord. When the Lord taught me that, that take a lot of pressure off you. You know? Got to talk to my cousin, Don. Ain't no pressure, Don. Ain't no pressure. You're a child of the most high God. They don't understand that. Have them talk to the counselor. <laughs> Have them talk to the counselor. 
Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. I just feel like I, I want to pass out some bonuses. Amen. Amen. So I'm going to give you all this bonus right here. I know when my job say they're going to pass out bonuses, boy, we just go crazy. We're going to give y'all a bonus, something extra? <laughs> At Christmas time? God is love, isn't he? Everybody feel love at Christmas time. Everybody like, we're going to give y'all something extra. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Here go the bonus, saints of God. The bonus is found in Psalms chapter 19. I'm just going to bless you all with this one. It says in verse 7, Psalms 19 and 7 says, The law of the Lord is perfect, perfect, covering the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure. Making wise the simple. The statutes of the Lord are right. Rejoice in the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure. Enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean. Enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. Y'all see why we need Christ? Y'all see why we need him? <laughs> we lost without him. More to be desired are they than gold, yea, than much fine gold, sweeter also than honey and the honeycomb. Moreover, by them is thy servant warned, and in keeping of them there is great reward. Everybody say amen to that. Amen. Okay, here we go, here we go. This is summing up what Paul just told us in verse 12. Who can understand his errors? And then he says, cleanse thou me from secret faults. Stuff that's going on in me, Lord, that is just messed up. It's a fault. Cleanse me from that mess, Lord. <laughs> cleanse me from that. I don't even know the devil is such a liar. He's so deceiving. He can be secretly setting you up with something. You don't even know. Oh, we just asked God something right there. Keeping of them is a great reward. And clean thou me from secret faults. Verse 13 says, keep back thy servant also from presumptuous sins. Say amen to that. Let them not have dominion over me. Then shall I be upright. And I shall be innocent from the great transgression. Everybody say amen to that. <laughs> Finally, saints, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. <laughs> Glory to God in the highest saints of God. Hallelujah. Let's give the Lord a shout of praise. Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Keep us, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah to you, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, we need you, Lord. <laughs> you are not an option in our life. You are a necessity to us, Lord. And we're grateful, Lord. We sung grateful and we are grateful, Lord. We're thankful today, Lord. Thankful that you speak to us, Lord. That you have a hedge of protection around all of us. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 Lord. Lord, I just want to say thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. 
for giving us a way out, for making a way out, for being the door that we can walk in and out of and in you, Lord Jesus. We can come boldly to the throne because of you, Lord. Oh, you're awesome, Lord. You're mighty, Lord. You are worthy to be praised. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah to you, Lord.